views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from ruining your life? Join award-winning author and breakthrough expert Dr. Friedman Schaub for Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most difficult challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Here is your host on Empowerment Radio, Dr. Friedman Schaub. Welcome to Empowerment Radio. As she so nicely said, I'm your host, Dr. Friedman. And uh, yeah, I heard that in Seattle, the summer just arrived, which uh, I think it's wonderful news. So welcome summer and welcome summer in Seattle. It's going to be unfortunately soon over again. Well, we are talking about something that my good friend uh, has pushed me to talk about for a while now. And I think it's a really, really important topic. And I see this very often with my clients. So I'm really excited to share my view and some tips and tools on that. What I think from the latest study I read, one in five people, one in five employees are suffering from. What? I will tell you in a moment. Let me tell you first about my alter ego. Now, my alter ego is the other part of my personality. It's called Farmer Fred. Yes, Farmer Fred. And Farmer Fred is a guy who loves riding tractors. He loves to be out in fields. He loves to deal with uh, his you know, land and play with his horses. And this Farmer Fred has uh, recently found out that a tractor is unlike what he thought it was, what I thought it was. A tractor is breakable. I had no idea. I was having this tractor, was a used one. I thought it would work perfectly well for mowing the fields. And I found out after one time of mowing and unfortunately pushing it too hard and turning into small circles, it broke down and it cannot be repaired. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, I'm telling you this because I realized as former Fred that I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening to what my tractor was telling me along the way. Don't turn too closely and don't push too hard and don't overheat the engine. All of those things I wasn't paying attention to and poof, kaput. Now, how often do we do this actually with ourselves? How often are we not listening to our energy and to our mind and our body and simply are driving ourselves as hard as when we were in our 20s and simply expecting that we are like a good old diesel engine able to run forever. And then at some point we are realizing something is not working anymore. Something is breaking down. And this is the topic of today's show, that burnout that more and more people are suffering from. There are millions of people that have been not being able to go to work, 
because of burnout. So many that actually the World Health Organization recently declared this as a condition, a workplace phenomenon, whatever that means. But it means it's recognized as a real thing, even though we still don't really know what it is. The medical world is still a little bit, you know, in a scratching their heads place because there is no real test to define between burnout and anxiety and depression and chronic stress. And it may be just one overlap. But what I find with burnout is that we have to focus on the symptoms as something that may give us good understanding of what actually was driving burnout and what was driving the symptoms in the first place. Burnout is not something we cannot avoid, and it's not something we cannot also overcome. Burnout is something you just have to be more and more aware of. There is a reason why so many people feel burned out, because maybe we are pushed too hard by the workplace, by the expectations of those around us, society, the media, family, and we are pushing ourselves way too hard. Now, burnout was actually something that was found in the 70s by a uh, psychologist who was observing that especially healthcare professionals were at some point breaking down. They had no energy, no motivation, felt exhausted mentally and physically, and just went into a place of, yeah, almost cynical hopelessness. Now, this is something that I believe then eventually got uh, into not only healthcare professional jobs, but any kind of job where the demands became just higher and our ability to recharge or our ability to just find some kind of balance in life became more and more difficult. But even if you are not a professional, let's say you're staying at home, you're a homemaker, taking care of kids, same thing. You can easily run into burnout. I found a really sweet little note uh, from someone who wrote, um, it took four punches of the snooze button to get me out of bed this morning. I wasn't tired or sick for that matter, but I was sick and tired, sick and tired of the same old routine, minute after minute, day after day, year after year, since 15 years when I made the decision to stay at home to manage our family. Now, how many of you can relate to that? How many of you do feel that this routine of life is getting just too much? You're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling that somehow getting up on the horse gets more and more difficult. Now, when you have a full-blown burnout, you do have this feeling of no energy, wanting to stay in bed, isolating yourself more and more, feeling more and more that life is just a waste of time. And, and that can easily look like depression. Now, the difference there between depression and burnout can also be that when you're having a burnout and you're taking some time off and you're recharging yourself, it can actually make you feel much better. But when you have depression and you're taking time off, you may actually feel worse because you feel less useful and less engaged in life. So there are these 
subtle differences, but again, they are also overlaps we have to pay attention to. But if you have burnout or if you're heading towards burnout, it's time for a course correction because your body and your mind tell you, hey, stop, this is no longer working. I'm overheating. I'm overgiving. I'm no longer having the energy to keep up with life. Now, some of you may just wonder, well, sounds very interesting, but I don't know if I'm heading towards burnout. I have no idea what that means. I got still out of bed. I'm still okay. I can still accomplish everything I have on my to-do list. Well, let's have a look. There are a few things that you may actually also discover as warning signs that your mind or your body are telling you, huh, you are getting in that direction of emptying your batteries and burning out eventually like this little light bulb I hold in my hands. Now, have you become more cynical or critical, either at work or also at home? Do you drag yourself through the day and have trouble getting started? Have you become more and more irritable and impatient with your coworkers, your customers, or your family, or your friends? Do you lack the energy to be consistent in your efforts? You may have a little spurt, but then somehow it's petering off. Do you have a hard time to concentrate and focus on a task? And then do you lack satisfaction at the end of the day from your achievements, from the checked off to-do lists? Do you feel disillusioned about your job, your life, and wonder what's the purpose anyhow? And then are you using food, drugs, alcohol, just to make yourself feel better or simply numb yourself out? Have you have the feeling that when you had a weekend or you are going early to bed and sleep, that you still feel not very rested, that you still feel somehow you're lacking energy to again go into another week, another day? And do you have unexplained headaches or joint and, and muscle pains or problems with your digestion or any other physical symptoms that prevent you from just sometimes going about your day-to-day -day task? Can be colds, the summer cold that never goes away, that's always hanging around. Now, all of those things can be signs of burnout, that you're going towards it. And they are all warning signs for you to pay attention because burnout has not only the consequence of not you know, having the energy to do the work that you're supposed to do or follow through with your obligations, burnout can also lead to worse. It can lead to insomnia, chronic fatigue, chronic stress. It can lead to heart disease, it can lead to high blood pressure, it can lead to alcohol abuse, it can lead to a whole range of things and eventually it certainly can lead also to a sense of anxiety and depression. Now, today what I want to talk about is how we can prevent burnout from happening, but not only just, you know, nice little tools like, well, take some time off or use mindfulness meditation, which is all great. But what actually drives burnout in the first place? Why do we do what we are doing? 
if we are driving towards burnout, who is the driver? Who is at the steering wheel? And how come that we are making routines, our slave drivers and our jobs, our prisons? What is it behind it? And what do we need to do on a more fundamental level to change that and to eventually not only prevent or overcome burnout, but maybe learn from it and make our lives more rich and fulfilling. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik has a special gift for everyone out there. To receive three chapters of the Knowledge Book as a special gift, send your email to mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's Amazon Mary, Amazon Mary, JP99 at gmail.com now to receive this fabulous, fabulous gift of the knowledge book. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then join me over at goldenotter.us for bi-monthly new and full moon rituals where we plant seeds of intention, then harvest the fruits of our desires as part of a dynamic community in the members-only Lunar Manifestations Forum. I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical beats the mainstream, and I can't wait to meet you. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? <laughs> really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on The Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. Are you burning out? 
do you feel like that you have been driving yourself too hard or that you may have been just uh, feeling that life is too overwhelming? Have you been dealing with chronic stress and just at some point realize, well, I have limits too? Now, the other day I talked to a, a client of mine who has been really seeing himself in some ways like Superman. He was just always on top of everything. He could foresee any problems that his business had way ahead. He was incredibly great in getting new customers and, and everything worked well. And they, he and his wife had a business together. And so it was also very enjoyable. It was just his life. Well, then a few years later, after all the successes and all that wonderful accomplishment, he developed a lot of anxiety and panic attacks. Now, what happened was then that he realized, okay, every time I think about business, somehow inside of me, I feel like overwhelmed and stressed out. So eventually, he had to step away from the business and just take a break. Now, when he took a break, he also realized how much this business had really cost him, how much energy he had given to it, but he wasn't necessarily willing to consider any other options, just like selling the business and maybe just rebooting or restarting life. Now, when I talked to him and his wife, and we talked about that idea of, well, what if you actually just give yourself a break? You had all the success in the world. You are financially well off. It's time for you to maybe recharge. He almost panicked because he was afraid that there is really nothing else for him to do. And there was some sense of emptiness and a void. And then his wife said, you know, I really miss my husband. I really know that you are an extremely great business person, but I don't know where my husband is. And I think that's something that when you are in that mode of burning yourself on such a high volume or temperature that you don't see anything anymore. What sometimes can also happen is that the people that you care most about and maybe the people that you do this all for don't really find you anymore. They somehow wonder where the person they married, the husband, the mother, the father, where is that person? It's gone. And so that is something that also is part of the reason why we have to understand that burnout is not only a, a personal issue, it's also something that affects all the people around us. And it goes deep into our relationships, but of course, also into the relationship with ourselves. Now, before I go more into risk factors and ways for us to prevent this and overcome this phenomenon, here's the phone number to call in. 800-930-2819. Call in and ask a question. Share about your insights and what you experienced in regards to burnout or wondering maybe whether you go towards burnout and what's underneath it. Let yourself get a little support. 800-930-2819. And of course, you can go to the also chat box on Transformation Talk Radio and Ask your question there. Now, here's a scenario. Risk factors that, that make you more prone to have burnout. One of them is feeling that you don't have control. 
feeling somehow trapped. You don't really have an influence of your decisions. You cannot really change anything. You don't really feel like that whatever you want to do differently will make uh, a difference or will be uh, accepted by others. So you feel powerless. You feel there is a lack of control. And that's one thing where you literally feel blocked, you know, a burnout. You can see this like a car that somehow wants to push forward, but there is a block. There is a, the brakes that are pulled in the engine, like my tractor, is overheating. Another one is when you are really working, but you don't really know for what, whether it's at home with your family or in a job, when you have unclear ideas of what are actually the definitions of success. What are the expectations people have on me? How do I really feel that at the end of the day, it was worth it? I did a good job. So that's when you're kind of spinning your wheels, when you just go through the routines and in the end, really not knowing what for. Because we all, whether it's financial or whether it's emotional, we all need some kind of a payback, a payoff for that, what we are doing. It's always an energy exchange. And if we are not getting anything back, well, maybe you get a paycheck, but you don't really get any good feeling back. Then again, this goes easily in the confusion and this, this uh, mental state of spinning and spinning eventually out of control. Then, of course, when you are in a situation at home or at work where you feel there's tension, there is a dysfunctional situation, there is often conflict, there is passive aggressiveness, there is constant dissatisfaction, there is a bully, whatever those things are, they are extremely stressful and they can make it just easier for you to just want to check out and we have to see burnout also as a way for your mind to get you out of a situation that just feels too much or unbearable. Another, um, another risk factor is when you feel that you don't have support, when you feel like it's all on you. You don't have a sense that anyone really cares, anyone is there for you. You just have to take the brunt of everything that can also easily lead to burnout. Now, these are just a few, and you probably can find other factors that have been contributing to your burnout. But what's important is, again, what is driving this? What's driving this sense of just overgiving and not asking for more? What's driving this sense of powerlessness and feeling that you cannot really change anything? What's driving this sense of, not having boundaries or speaking up for yourself and just letting things happen, letting dysfunctional relationships continue to go on. Well, what's underneath there is how we relate to ourselves, how we are seeing ourselves in the world and, and how we are speaking to ourselves, what beliefs we are holding inside. Believe it or not, one of the most common beliefs that so many people have just, you know, ingrained somewhere inside, whether it's coming from the childhood, from relationships, from the teachers, from the friends, from the parents, who knows? But so many people believe that they are fundamentally not good enough. Isn't that true? I mean, do you really feel like, oh, I'm great, I am wonderful, 
or you're just telling yourself this, but deep inside, you know, the way you're thinking or acting or feeling just says the opposite. I'm not good enough. And when you don't feel good enough, of course, you're much more likely to do more, to overgive, or you're much more likely willing to just shut up and put up. And you're much more likely to say, well, my needs don't really matter. What other people want is more important. So really understanding that one of the fundamental things that need to change is for you to see your own worthiness so that you can actually put yourself first, that you can see, well, you know what? This job is not as important as my health or my family having every night dinner is not as important as me being actually happy and pleasant to be around. Now, the other thing is that there are sometimes false identities. You know, like uh, there are people that believe, well, I have to be hardworking. That's who I need to be. I need to be successful. I need to be the breadwinner, the provider. I need to be that person who is always putting all the weight of the family on the shoulders. And, and these identities that may have worked when we had all the youth and vigor and energy of the past, at some point they become too much. And at some point, they are isolating us because we are feeling like, well, you know, I just have to play that role. Just like a client of mine said, you know, I'm just going to continue to be that person from my family who is just every day giving and overgiving. Because if I should die with 55 and a heart attack, wouldn't that be an honorable, honorable way to leave this world behind? No, it wouldn't. Because in the end, if you die when you're 55 and you leave your family behind and they have to somehow deal without you, you have been actually rather selfish. And that is what we need to realize, that sometimes these you know, roles or tasks we put on us because we want to be the heroes or we want to be the ones that are really taking care of everyone because that's what's expected from us that this becomes also then not only self-negating, it becomes also selfish because we are, when we are burned out, no longer available to those that need us. And they don't need us always to be the superheroes. They may need us actually more as playmates or just a part of the family to have fun with and to relax and to enjoy life because just taking care of business isn't necessarily what life is all about. Now, another root cause that I find is often hard to let go of is that feeling of competition. You know, there is such a competition mindset that we are often having, which is linked with the cousin of competition, which is comparison. So when you're competing and comparing yourself to others and you always feel like, well, I need to have more, I should be further ahead, my 401k should be as big as that of my brother, my house has only 10 rooms, it should have 15. Whatever we are dealing with with this competition and comparison thing, we are also getting easily in the mindset of I'm not good enough, I'm not yet where I'm supposed to be, I'm not fitting in, I'm not measuring up. And those thoughts and those beliefs can also easily drive burnout. And we are not always aware of it. We are just accepting it. We are feeling like, well, this is who we are. This is how we're supposed to be. And we are not giving ourselves permission for a course correction. Maybe telling ourselves, wait a second, no, 
this burnout thing that's happening here, that's actually a clear sign that something in my identity, something in my approach to life is not sustainable, it's not working, and it certainly doesn't make me happy. And the last thing that I find and that ties back into this overgiving, which really often happens also in, in women and uh, women that are juggling being a, a wife, a mother, and a professional career person, which is really in itself just uh, way too much. But that idea of this is my role to play, to be the always available, loving, caring mother or spouse, and then I have to also really get ahead in my career. And, and that idea of I only fit in, I only can really belong when I am not having any demands on myself in regards to what I need, when I'm not really complaining, when I'm always just giving, that is also a very old structure, an old mindset that unfortunately can also run us into the ground. So all of those beliefs, I would like you just to have an eye on. Ask yourself, what am I thinking that makes me drive myself so hard? What is the resistance that just says, hey, you can just read a book. You don't have to uh, always be productive. You don't have to watch a show on TV and iron at the same time. You don't have to, even on Saturday, still wonder, okay, do I need to change the light bulbs, mow the lawn, or, or do anything else in order to prove my worthiness? Notice your inner resistances to you putting yourself first, to you giving back to yourself. And those resistances, those thoughts can tell you a lot about the beliefs, the beliefs of not being good enough, of not belonging, of not being worthy, that can drive you towards burnout. Cool. So we'll talk more about burnout and how to prevent it right after the break. Buzz for life, buzzed off, feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head-on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. 
Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. Well, we just talked about the deeper root causes, the uh, misunderstandings of our own identities, the limiting beliefs that somehow still hold us back or push us towards into that overgiving and overdoing mode that creates eventually burnout. So how can we prevent that from happening? And how can you even just in general get into a greater state of balance and harmony? Isn't that what we are all looking for? I mean, sure, a lot of you are just looking forward to the vacation, that two or three week vacation that you have because you finally want to have a break. But in the end, there are still like 48 or so weeks that you are constantly in that routine. And that's not really so attractive when we are just living for that little break. So getting back in harmony, getting back into a place where there is balance in how much we give and how much we are retaining or receiving is really for all of us important, whether we are having already burnout symptoms or not. So to start with this, it's really one of those exercises I love. It's very simple. You're just going to do a little inventory on your energy. Meaning like you are just like you would balance a checkbook. You balance your energy checkbook or energy account by looking at, okay, all of the activities that I'm doing during a day. Let's say you just write down everything you're doing, going walk with a dog, making breakfast, driving to work, having a meeting there and whatever. You Maybe like 20 activities. And then behind each of those activities, you're going to write down, okay, from one on a scale from one to 10, how much energy did it actually cost me to do this? And then how much energy did it actually give me? You know, sometimes these activities, like walking the dog, it may be a five giving, but also a five receiving because you're out in nature, 
or you have a seven receiving because you're meeting actually nice neighbors and you're chatting a little bit. So whatever you feel more like intuitively, what is the giving and receiving equivalent in those uh, activities, you note down. And then after a week, you're going to tally it all up. And then you're going to see, am I actually at the end of the week having spent more than I have received or is it vice versa? And I promise you, most of you will probably have given more than they have received. And that's really important to look at because when we are doing this giving, giving, giving all the time, sometimes we are actually even forgetting what feels good, what makes us feel renewed, what charges the batteries back up. I had a client who was so much in the overgiving mode that the only way that she could prevent this from happening was literally sending the family off and her locking herself into the bedroom and doing nothing. But that didn't fill her up because it just gave her more anxiety. It gave her a sense of guilt. It gave her a sense of worthlessness because she couldn't even have fun with the family. That is really the state where you forgot how to take care of yourself. And so that's the really good thing to do next. Once you realize there is an imbalance, I am overgiving and under-receiving or under-giving back to myself. What actually does feel like a rejuvenating, nurturing, recharging way of filling up my batteries? Explore that. It can be reading a book. It can be walking nature. It can be meditating. It can be calling up a friend. It can be getting a massage. It can be learning something new, gardening. I mean, there are a lot of things. We know those things. Sometimes we are just not allowing ourselves to do this because we are feeling like, well, that's not very productive or that's lazy or that doesn't get us anywhere. Well, it gets us a lot. I mean, you know, stopping at the gas station and Getting gas doesn't get you anywhere, but at the end, it gets you further than if you keep on driving. So recharge and really notice what is also a very effective way of recharging, something that really makes you feel so much better. And this can be simply a connection with your loved ones. You know, sometimes when we do feel overwhelmed or stressed or that uh, you know, energy is just seeping out of us. We are not really reaching out and wanting to share how we are feeling. You know, we may say like, "Oh, I don't want to be a whiner. I don't want to be a wuss. I don't want to be someone who is only burdening others with my problems." And so we keep it inside, which is again another energy leak. Do you know how often you leak energy? not by what you're doing, but by what you're not doing, by what you're allowing yourself not to have or preventing yourself from having. Let's say the speaking up. If you're suppressing yourself from sharing how you're feeling, that takes a lot of energy. If you're making yourself smaller because you don't want to get negative attention, that takes a lot of energy. If you are in a situation where you are trying just to please others by being kind and nice and, and you know all positive, but inside you're actually crying and you feel terrible, that takes a lot of energy. There is a lot of energy that we are losing by habits that are not about external activities, but they are internal patterns. 
that are unhealthy. For example, the pattern of criticizing yourself. You know, I had so many clients that really were in abusive relationships. But rather than feeling strong and clear, this was wrong, I got victimized, I got abused, this was a bully at work, this was a terrible, disrespectful partner I was with, they actually turn it against themselves and felt like, well, I should have done this differently, or there is something wrong with me, or if people treat me this way, there must be something that I attract. So that takes a lot of energy too. It takes a lot of energy to beat yourself up when you're already down, to question yourself when you're already having no energy really to get motivated to make a change, to tell yourself that you're unworthy or that you're bad or whatever those things are when you already feel that the whole world is against you. So my point is stop these negative thoughts, the thoughts that make you somehow deplete valuable mental energy, whether they are criticism, whether they are negative thoughts towards how life cannot be different, whether they are thoughts that are creating anxiety or a greater sense of hopelessness. Notice where you are giving your energy, your power away, and then see this as a big leakage of your energy that gets you further into that state of burnout. And that makes a real big difference. So what can you do instead? Well, instead of, for example, just uh, always feeling that you have to uh, say yes to everything, well, try and no and have a boundary and say, well, you know what? I can't do this alone. Why don't you help me? Instead of feeling like you are just taking directions and you can never really have an input yourself, trust yourself and say, no, I can actually stand up for my beliefs and say, no, this is not working for me. I think we should do it this way or I think we should do it later or whatever those things are. Now, keep in mind when you do this, having boundaries or speaking up for yourself, you will not always get a standing ovation for it. So it may actually create conflict and then you feel like, well, here it goes again. So why should I then deplete myself even more by making people upset? But what you're doing is that you're giving yourself permission to be your own advocate. What you're doing is giving yourself a sense of empowerment and a sense of I can actually take care of myself, which is not necessarily something that you have been doing in the past. And just knowing I can make a change, I can have a voice, I can turn things around for myself and really give back to myself or at least stop the bleeding by saying no, that in itself is hugely a game changer because it changes again this relationship that you have with yourself. We'll talk more about this after the break. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests. 
as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet, welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Are you feeling stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a healthy relationship filled with inspiration? You might just be on the verge, on the verge of attracting your soulmate. Tune in each month to The Laura Richer Show, where dating coach Laura Richer and co-host matchmaker Peggy Bennett share tools for using your dating breakdown for a relationship breakthrough. For more information, visit richerhealinghypnosis.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at the com. Learn and explore fascinating and practical uses of essential oils, how to use them, and how they can enhance your everyday life. The Oil Lounge was founded by three remarkable women with fascinating stories about how essential oils changed their lives. Tina and Laura from The Karmic Path have joined forces to educate the masses in the benefits of young living essential oils. For more information, visit theoillounge.com. All right. Burning out is no longer necessary. It's no longer an option. Let's do something else. Let's just really fill ourselves up and and use this whole burnout thing as a or as an opportunity, a call to actually find something else, to to redefine yourself and reframe how you saw yourself in the past. And that's I think with anything whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, whether it's a health issue, it's all an opportunity to really say like, okay, let's just really shake it all up and figure out what do I else want to be? Who do I else want to be in my life? So if you have been one of those people who are really burning out and you really feel like I can't continue to do like this, and you now have a greater understanding of who 
and what identity you were holding on to that made this happen in the first place, ask yourself, who else do I want to be? Let's say you are realizing you're someone who is actually rather filled with self-loathing, insecure, has a lot of anxiety and doesn't really feel that uh, you belong or that you fit in. Who do you want to be instead? What is the person that the ideal person that you want to grow into? So that would be someone who is appreciative, self-appreciative, confident, someone who is really feeling that he or she belongs in the world, sees its place, and also maybe someone who just takes oneself as a high priority. Now, this may feel far-fetched, but believe me, you either have seen and experienced people like this, or you may have felt a few of those characteristics before. And so it's just about putting it together as your future goal, that future self you want to grow into. And then when you have a clear definition and say, you know what, I don't want to be my own slave anymore. I don't want to be the doormat, the punching bag, or that little burned out candle. I want to be that person. What you want to do then is to ask yourself, so how would this person think different, feel different, act different, perceive life different? And that has a lot to do with values. That has a lot to do with what's really important about life. So when you in the past said what's important about life is to measure up, to fit in, to do what I'm asked to do, to be hardworking and all of those things. And now you ask yourself about this new identity that you would love to learn more about and grow into. Then you would say, well, maybe it's freedom. Maybe it's peace of mind. Maybe it's learning, growth. Maybe there is something about exploration of spirituality. It's maybe connecting, love. There may be a whole different bunch of values that all of a sudden come to the surface that make you feel like, oh, wow, if I look at those priorities in my life, if this is what I really want, there are a lot of things that are going to change. There are a lot of ways I live that no longer work for me. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to quit your job, leave your family, and go into an ashram in India. It just means that you are not having the same driving force go into the battle every day as you go about your normal life. Nothing externally may immediately change, but internally you have a whole different attitude. You may just feel like, you know what, my boss is my boss. I do my job. I'm my own judge. I'm willing to learn, but I know when I have done enough. You may just feel like, you know, even if I don't get even a little bit of an appreciation from others, I can still appreciate myself. You may feel like, oh yeah, I can easily say to myself, I will not stay longer just to look good. I'm going to go when I need or when I can go, which is, you know, after my regular work time. And then I will take the scenic room home, uh, route home and maybe sit by the lake and just uh, watch the, the birds and just recharge myself this way. See, there are simple things with this new mindset, with this new identity that will just automatically come to you. Friends, 
family will no longer feel like an obligation or something that drains you, but something that you actually enjoy because it feeds you. Doing something for yourself, like meditating or doing nothing, just being quote-unquote lazy, will feel like a gift that you give yourself out of respect and out of the desire to be good to yourself and not something that you just have to do because you barely have any energy to walk. So my point is that you really cannot change this strong symptom of burnout, which basically says you are on the wrong track with the wrong mindset, with the wrong identity, unless you're changing all of that. And that has a lot to do with how you relate to yourself and from there, how you relate to life. So ask yourself more often, what do I want? Who am I? What's really important to me? And then really search for answers. Ask yourself at the end of my life, when I'm 90 and I'm on my deathbed, Maybe a scary thought for some. So let's sit in a park bench and just look out at those birds again. What do I want to think about? How do I want to perceive my life? What would make me feel I had a good, fulfilling life? What would I want to have experienced or found out? So if you are really like contemplating about those things, you get out of this rat race and you get out of this autopilot that leads you into the burnout, and you are actually taking charge again of your life, and you are looking more at things that may really be important to your heart and to your soul. And when your heart and your soul are just feeling in sync and feeling in harmony, your body automatically relaxes. You're automatically in that beautiful parasympathetic nervous system place where everything is just healing and growing and humming along and, and nothing will feel too much. Nothing, not the small stuff, not the big stuff will feel overwhelming or sweat worthy. You will just feel in sync, in harmony, in alignment with your life and yourself. And that's really the ultimate goal to have. It's not about, oh, now I have to become more selfish or now I have to become more self-centered and care less about others. This is about how can I bring complete harmony into my existence? And it starts with finding harmony in your energy and how much you give and how much you give back to yourself, how much you are willing to share and how much you're willing also to ask for to get back. So I hope this all helps you in the next few weeks just to really watch your battery, watch your power and energy leakage, watch how you treat yourself, watch your beliefs, your thoughts, all of those things. It's fun. And I believe when we are continuously learning more about how to go through life and how to go through life with greater grace and ease and, and still curiosity, about finding out what is possible for me. Life becomes every day more fulfilling and we are not aging. We are just growing more and more into the most authentic and fulfilled version of ourself. Well, until next time, if you want to know more about the work I'm offering, the Breakthrough Program, 
go to drfriedman.com and set up a free consultation. I'm happy to help you overcome burnout or anything that right now gets you out of alignment with yourself and your life. Until then, goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. To learn more about how Dr. Friedman's personal breakthrough program can help you overcome fear, anxiety, and low self-esteem, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com.